Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, Look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. I am so excited to be back for the first episode of 2023. Welcome to the new year, everyone. You know this is my favorite time of the year. It feels like a new beginning, a new fresh start. Things feel lighter and brighter, and I hope you're having a great start to 2023. So as promised in the last episode, I was telling you how I have a massive life update, sharing what is in store for 2023 and how, and I'm going to tell you in this episode, first of all, what it is, and then how it all came about. And of course, as I like to do with everything in my life, tying in the lessons that I can teach you and share with you so that there's something of value in here. It's not just a life update about Catherine Zinkina. It is also something that you can take from this episode and also apply it to your life as well. So I once recorded a episode on secret desires. I don't know how long you've been listening to the podcast, but there was a trip I took for my third anniversary with my husband. We were nine weeks pregnant at the time and we went to Paris for a week. And I was talking about in that episode how, you know, there's a such thing as a secret desire. And what I mean by secret desires is desires that live within us that are never vocalized and never acted upon. 
So they're in our unconscious. We desire them. We want them, but we never really admit them. And the thing is, is that the universe can read everything in our unconscious. This is why manifestation is not a conscious process. It's not just what you write in your journal. It's all of the thoughts and beliefs and programs that are living underneath the surface beyond and beneath the thoughts that you are aware of. And those are being read as vibrations. And that is what's being projected out into the universe. And then that creates the baseline of what is attracted into your life. So regardless of whether or not you admit you want something, the universe is hearing it. The thing is, is that if you're not in the driver's seat of manifesting it, the way it's going to manifest for you, because it will be manifested for you, is never going to be anything that you expect. Maybe not going to be in the way that you like, but in the end, you are going to get what you secretly desired in the first place. So quick example, last year's Paris trip, I remember I was nine weeks pregnant. I was super nauseous, super exhausted, super tired, and I just wanted a vacation. Around that time, my husband and I just started our YouTube channel. It's actually my YouTube channel, but let's let's be honest. He's kind of the star of it too. He talks a lot on that channel and really helps out with it. It's Catherine Zinkina. That's the name of it. If you want to go check it out on YouTube, we actually just posted our birth vlog. So remember how I was talking about how... Um, Maybe I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I watched so many. No, wait, I did because I chronicled my whole birth story on the podcast. Of course I did. So if you listen to the birth podcast, the birth story, there's part one and part two. It's super long, but I promise it's worth it. If it's, you know, if you're pregnant, planning on becoming pregnant, about to give birth, have given birth in the past, whatever, like I feel like there's value in there for you. Um, and in there, I wait. What was I talking about? Oh, yes. So yes, go go watch the birth vlog because we finally have the, the podcast essentially in visual form without very much talking, of course, because there's only so much talking you can do in labor. Anyway, my point with all of that is Paris. So we went to Paris and I had this secret desire to do a trip where there's no cameras, no stories, no Instagram, nothing. Just me, my husband, and our eyes. Meaning that everything that we see, everything that we experience is for ourselves. It doesn't have to be projected out onto social media. And I was fighting myself because, you know, I was pregnant at the time and I was already feeling so low energy. I didn't feel very productive. And I was like, wait, this is such a great way to make content. I can record ads in Paris. That would be awesome for our upcoming launch, which was in um, February. It was planned for end of beginning of February. And I was like, wait, we can do a YouTube video. It can be called Prego in Paris. Ha ha ha. Let's do that. Let's, let's make some posts. Let's make some content. So of course I ignored the secret desire and I started to record content and I'm telling you the resistance that I was feeling was unbelievable. Not only did I feel dread when it came to pulling out my camera and charging it and offloading the content and chronicling some stories and thinking about some ads that I wanted to create, it was just like a miserable experience. So not only that, but here is how it all manifested to where we eventually put our cameras away and just said, fuck it, it's not meant to be, which is, um, first of all, I was super nauseous. We couldn't adjust to the time, the time zone. We are world travelers. 
We have been for years now. We have been through so many time zones. We adjust. I adjust within a day. Within a day, the next day, I wake up in the morning. Um, typically, I pass out super early, wake up, and already I'm adjusted to the time zone. And um, yes, I take melatonin. Sometimes it just depends. Like I, I know how to read my body and give it what it needs and abstain for like caffeine at certain times. Like I just intuitively time myself. And so for some reason, this trip, I could not for the life of me adjust to the time zone. We were going to bed at like 4 p.m. and waking up. No, we were, yes, we were, no. We were waking up for the for the day at like 6 p.m. and then couldn't, you know, we go out to dinner and be like, all right, I guess our day just started. And then we got into this vicious cycle of not going to sleep until 6 a.m. And it was just a backwards thing. Like we couldn't enjoy anything in Paris because they're just like, it just didn't, whatever. I don't want to go too far into this because this episode has nothing to do with Paris. But my point is that my husband got... Uh, food poisoning. We couldn't adjust to the time zone. I was super nauseous. Someone threw a fucking firework at me and I thought it was like a bomb and it was just extremely scary experience. And then the weather sucked and it just was like, we could have just skipped the trip. Okay. By the end of it, I think we had fun our last two days when I finally said, fuck this, fuck the camera, fuck everything. Let's just have fun without any social media whatsoever. And as soon as we made that decision, everything went our way. And I was like, oh my God, this is what I wanted to do from the beginning. Why didn't I do this in the beginning? Right? Okay. End of story about Paris. There's a whole episode on it. If you really want to go listen to it, here is how I had to relearn this lesson this year. It's like the same exact lesson came up. So you know, my husband and I have been travelers for a while and I've always had this secret desire of being a digital nomad. I always had this secret desire of not having a home base, just living out of a suitcase, which sometimes doesn't, isn't that fun. But like my point with this is, is that I just didn't, we were just free. Like if we wanted to go spend a month in Switzerland, let's go spend the month in Switzerland. Okay, we're done. We're bored of Switzerland. Let's go to France. All right, we're bored of France. Let's go to like Brazil. All right, we're bored of, so that kind of life, right? Always had a secret desire. And I always convinced myself that no, I needed to have a home base. I need to have a routine at home. I need to come back to home. There has to be a home even though we travel as if we were nomads and we never fulfilled in this desire. Well, we are now married and we have a baby. We have our first baby. And so with babies, of course, that's not going to be a thing. Are we going to be digital nomads with a baby? Absolutely not. So that ship has sailed, has completely sailed, right? Or so we thought. And we have been manifesting a house because I'm just tired of our 22nd floor apartment. We've been here for two and a half years. I've just been beyond over it for a year and a half now. The max I wanted to do here was a year. Just penthouse life is awesome. But at some point when you really crave being on the ground and having a yard and having a house, you get tired of it, right? And so um, all of 2022, I set an intention of manifesting a house. And it was a very difficult search. (laughs) If anyone here has tried to find a house in 2022 and the market just wasn't in their favor, you know what I'm talking about. But also just like money aside, I have very high standards of what I want in a home. 
and the houses that I wanted just weren't available. We looked at so many. I've been on Zillow. I've been on every website you can think of where there's houses available to look at online because obviously I'm not just going to drive around LA all day. I'm going to also utilize the internet. Not, nothing appealed to me. Absolutely nothing. And we were in such a rush to do this in time for our home birth because I was like, there's no way I'm giving birth in a penthouse. Well, ha ha ha. I ended up giving birth in a hospital anyway. Um, and we just kind of gave up on that. We're like, all right, screw it. We're going to start searching in the end of the year for 2023. Well, guess what, you guys? We did find a house. So we found a home. We decided on moving to Las Vegas for a year. 2023 was just going to be us making a change. We found a gorgeous 9,200 square foot house in a super, yes, like that big ass house. That's a big ass house. Okay. We found one um, that cost the same as our LA penthouse apartment. Okay. Let that sink in for a second. This was in a bougie neighborhood. It had a pool, it had a yard. It was perfect. We literally signed on this house. We had this plan of my mom. You know, my mom was going to follow us wherever. And my mom was working a job that she, it wasn't like a fulfilling job for her. It wasn't like something that was super exciting to her, but it was making money because uh, my mom went through a divorce and she has all these assets and stuff from the divorce, but she doesn't want to tap into that money. She just wanted to have cash flow in other ways. And so she found like a super easy job, very flexible hours, and she was working that but that prevented her from being our nanny. And so we had like a temporary nanny at the time. And I was like, mom, we'll figure something out for 2023 that works for you financially, works for us financially, and just works out. Obviously, you're not going to move into our apartment. It's tiny. You know, for three people and three dogs, it's just like too little space. And uh, hence why I'm in the boardroom right now, because <laughs> my mom's been here with us a lot. And, you know, we have baby stuff everywhere and we're also packing and everything is crazy. So anyway, um, uh, where am I going with this? Okay. So she, so we found the house, we signed on it. My mom quit her job. I said, Hey, if we pay you X amount of money and you don't have to pay for rent, cause you're going to live with us in this fat mansion and going to spend time with your grandson every single day, would you do it? And she's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, yes. Okay, perfect. My mom quit her job. She put in her 30 days. We put in our 30 days in this apartment. Um, I booked a flight. Brennan and I packed everything. Our assistant was going to pack up the rest of our house for us with a professional moving crew. So she was going to get things organized. They were going to pack. They were going to drive out things to Las Vegas. This was right before the week of Epic Way Line. So if you were in my Epic Way Line live cohort, this is around that time that this was happening. And uh, so I had a flight booked. I was going to fly with Orion by myself. Brennan was going to bring in, basically we're packing like as if we are staying in an Airbnb for just a week because all of our stuff was going to come later that week. It was going to get set up for us. We're going to have professional organizers. So it's just really hands-off process. Like this is the life that I created was where I can do a move that is a very hands-off process where I just don't have to touch anything. I just have to worry about like, how am I going to live for about a week until they get there? Um, And so the day before let me see how many details I'm going to go into because this is a really long story. It's not like I don't want to share very much of it. There's so I can share it all with you, but it's just a very long story. But basically what happened was the owners of the home, who knows who they are. We were basically talking to like their 
agent who's talking to their attorney, who's talking to them. And then we had their agent talking to our agent who's talking to us. So it's like a game of telephone over here. Finally, we got to an agreement on the lease and we sent out two wires. One was four months of rent upfront. One was a security deposit. Well, Chase Bank flagged one of our wires and was like, hello, excuse me, what are these wires for? You know, control. And um, we're just like, yeah, it's for this, 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 and this. And they're like, okay, no problem. It's going to get released and the wire is going to go through. And we're like, perfect. The wire never went through. The next day didn't go through. It just kept getting stuck and stuck and stuck. And we're like, what is wrong with this wire? The owners kept getting frustrated, thinking we're unreliable, thinking we're, we don't actually have the money. Like just all these weird uh, projections started coming at us from them. The wire ended up not going through because Chase then held um, held up our money, like basically froze that asset of ours for, it just like triggered, it triggered some crazy shit, you guys. It triggered like some foreign asset control. I don't even know the terminology, but basically it was like, are you guys funding a terrorist organization? We're like, what? They're like, what is this LLC? Can you guys explain it? Where in the world is it located? We're like, bro, we have no idea. We're we're just sending this to a landlord. <laughs> like we don't we don't know the person. It's an LLC owned by like 17 other LLCs. Like this is how wealthy people do it. They don't buy houses in their names. They buy houses in their LLC so that if someone decides to sue them for whatever asset, it's not going to, you know, it's affect all their money. This is just what wealthy people do as I've come to learn in the last like couple of years. Anyway, whole shit show happened and the owners were just being complete assholes. So that day, Saturday morning, when the wire didn't go through, Brennan took a cashier's check of that amount of money and drove it to Las Vegas because it was faster than flying with all the flight times and stuff. And who knows what the delays and he wanted to be back there and back in one day. So he drove the check literally to our agent. And our agent was trying to give it to their attorney, who's like this big shot attorney, very threatening or tries to be threatening. Just crazy stuff. It was like, here, take the money. This is literally four months of rent up front. And they just wouldn't take the check. And they were like threatening us, basically saying, you know, trying to decide if I want to charge my laptop right now as I'm talking. No, I'm going to keep going. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so he, they were like, no, uh, the, the deal is going to change. We want 12 months upfront or nothing. And we're like, you can't, we we're in a lot, we're in a binding contract. Now you signed the goddamn contract four months of rent upfront with a security deposit, which is another two months. So basically you're getting six months of rent upfront, take it or leave it. And they're like, no. And so we're like, fuck it. I don't want to live in a house with assholes who project random crazy things on us every single month where the wire gets, you know, God forbid, flagged every single month. This is just not going to work for me. And so everything just fell apart. We no longer have the house. We asked our agent, we're like, hey, do you have anything else in Las Vegas that looks this amazing for this price, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, unfortunately, no, there's very little right now. So that fell through. So we're like, oh my God, we all have now 20 days until our rent expires, our lease expires, my mom's lease expires. She just quit her job. What are we going to do? And this whole time we were kind of in a rush because we had a trip plan in January. We're gone for the whole month of January. Then we have a launch that we're coming back to. And we had a couple of trips planned and we just looked at each other and we're like, 
what if we were just meant to travel? What if we just do the nomad life? What if we didn't have a house? What if we were never meant to live in Las Vegas, even for this year, and we're just going to find our dream home in Arizona where we really wanted to be? And the reason why this is all happening, which I did consult my shaman and he, he was like, there is a reason why it didn't work out. And I'm like, okay. He's like, these people are not, they're not good people. There's, there's a reason why the universe blocked this. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's a nice confirmation. Thank you very much. And he's like, you guys are going to find, you guys will find a house. And I also consulted my psychic, Anna Galliers, who I love. I haven't seen her in four years, actually. I had a, a, a reading with her and right away she's like, the house, the house is coming. And I'm like, okay, all right, the house is coming. And I realized two reasons why the house wasn't coming or why I struggled manifesting this house is because A, I had a secret desire that was always unfulfilled that we're actually going to fulfill on now in 2023. And number two, I have this insane fear of security because crime has really picked up on, I don't know, there's like a lot of major cities that I've been hearing this from. It's not just me. It's not just my perception. I've literally been talking to people from all over the United States and, and whoever lives in big cities are like, yeah, the crime has really gone up since COVID. In Los Angeles, like the neighborhood that I live in, the crime has gone up by 25% just in the last year. That's insane, you guys. And I just have, you know, I'm a mama bear now and I'm just in very much protective mode. I'm constantly, my, my, I can feel my unconscious always looking out for potential danger. This is nothing that I can control. It's like in my biology right now that I'm constantly looking out for what can harm or affect my child in any negative way, shape or form, which I know that, um, you know, any moms out there can relate to. And so, I have had these like crazy nightmares of just somebody, like if we do live in a house, you know, I've lived in an apartment building with insane security for the last two and a half years. I feel incredibly safe here. I don't feel the safest in the neighborhood anymore, but I do feel safe in my own home. And if I move into a house, who's going to protect me? How are we going to be protected? Oh my God, we need like a compound. I need like a gate, like (laughs) walls that are like 15 feet high and all this stuff. And I just started having these crazy thoughts of like home invasions happening because they've been happening so much around Los Angeles. They've really picked up in the last couple of, or the last year. And so I realized that, oh my God, I have this insane fear of not feeling safe in a home no shit, we're not manifesting a house. Of course, we're not manifesting a house. So I have obviously been doing my work around this, doing my clearings around this. I have totally cleared this fear from my mind now. It's no longer a fear. It no longer exists. And if it does, it's very little. And I'll just keep clearing it because I know how to clear it now. But the second thing that, you know, obviously I also have control of, which is fulfilling on the secret desire. So in 2023, we decided to, number one, retire my mom, pay her a full-time salary to travel with us and help us take care of our baby, Orion. We didn't fulfill on being nomads without a baby. So the universe is forcing us to be nomads with a five-month-old baby, which sounds insane to me, you guys. But with my mom being there, it's so much more reasonable. And we're basically going to do this until we find our dream home. 
And the fact that I can just travel the world with my baby, my husband, and bring my mom, who is my son's nanny, along with us to not just, I'm not just talking guys like Airbnbs, you know, like let's drive a state over and stay at an Airbnb, which we will be doing a little bit of, but global travel, like global travel. We're, we're starting with three different countries in January. And this is the life that I always fucking dreamt of. Did I ever expect it to manifest in this way? Did I think that the ship had sailed because we quote unquote settled down? Of course I did. But that's the power. This is the moral, one of the moral of the stories, okay? The first moral of the story that I seem to learn around the end of every freaking year is act on your secret desires. Act on them. Manifest them before the universe manifests them for you in some weird ass way. So I'm going to be running my business without a home base, which thankfully it's all online. That is amazing. It's been intentionally created like that. It's not something I woke up with, um, but I did over the last like nine years now build up a system, a container, a process, a life, a lifestyle where I could just whip out my laptop here. I literally stuck my laptop and my whole podcast recording device into my purse. And I'm like, yeah, this is totally doable. This is all I need to run a successful business. I have my Zoom in here. I got my podcast in here. I got my phone. I got my Instagram. I am connected in any way, shape or form that I could possibly be with my business as long as I have Wi-Fi. Like I've done this before. I've done this. I've definitely traveled and worked before, but it's just going to be a full-time thing now. And I'm so excited, you guys. The second thing, which is kind of the second moral of the story, I always get asked, like, Catherine, how are you so calm right now? I've had my closest friends look at me and they're like, how are you so calm right now? Or just in general, how are you so calm in so much uncertainty? Aren't you freaking out? And my mom's friends, absolutely, you know, my mom's age, you know, my mom's 49. So around her age, the people, they're, you know, a lot more settled and they're looking at her like she's crazy, kind of like your, your children are just going to drag you around the world. Like, aren't you afraid? Like, what if something happens? Oh my God. Like, and you're just going to be okay. Not being in a house. Like what is wrong with you? And what, what are the dogs going to do? And of course the dogs are so well taken care of. The dogs are going to be with us for, um, some of the time, not all of the time. And we have, you know, amazing people are going to take care of them, but it's just like every fucking, every fucking problem has a solution, but not everyone is programmed to be that way. And I wasn't programmed to be this way, but I, over the last few years, intentionally programmed myself to be this way, to create calmness, collectedness, a coolness, a chillness. This is not natural to me. This is not how I came up in my childhood that was filled with so much trauma and drama and pain and chaos constantly where I had so much anxiety growing up and now I have very little of it because I just programmed myself to be calm. I've released a lot of anxiety. I've changed the unconscious wiring. I've changed the unconscious programs that run my life so that I can be neutral. And this is why I create the programs that I do is to help others feel just as neutral because neutrality creates unfuckwithability. When it comes to any situation or circumstance that life 
brings to you. It's your neutrality in that situation or circumstance that allows you to manifest the solution just like that, where you can have your entire life's plans just fall through right in front of your face. And you can look at your situation and immediately your wiring leads you to, okay, so where's the opportunity in this? All right, I guess we're doing it. We're going to figure it out. This is going to be great. Instead of, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm so nervous. I'm so anxious. It's all falling apart, right? Like instead of going into a problem, we go into solution. We go into opportunity. Our mind immediately focuses on how is this serving me? A lot of people have heard the phrase. It's become such a cliche. We hear it all the time. Life is happening for you, not to you. But most people are saying that and it's just living in their conscious surface level part of their mind instead of seeping deep into them to where their primary question, which is something that I learned from Tony Robbins way back in the day, they're immediate, like the first question that you ask in a problem, what is your primary question? Mine used to be, oh my God, what's wrong, right? As soon as I see someone's face kind of make a weird uh, facial expression or my husband looks at his phone a little weirdly or too closely, I go, what's wrong? What's wrong, right? That is no longer my primary question. My primary question is like, where's the fun in this? What is the opportunity? I'm so excited. How is life happening for me? I'm looking for the opportunity instead of focusing on the problem. And some of you listening to this might go, well, Catherine, there's a whole other element to this. And it's easy for you because you have the money to fix any problem. You know, obviously you're not stressed because you have the money to be able to handle this problem. And I will go right now and and say to you, you know what? You're totally right. And I didn't just have money my whole life. This wasn't my whole life. I intentionally created abundance for this very reason that I would become even more unfuckable. It is my neutrality towards money that allowed me to manifest more money and my neutrality towards life that just allows me to then look for the opportunity because I'm telling you, even people who have money still feel anxious around money. I have had people close to me say that one of their biggest issues is that they could have hundreds of thousands of dollars in their bank account and they still feel anxious around money. And I understand what they mean because I used to be that way too. The number in my bank account meant so much to me. I made it the most important thing in the world. I became so triggered around money, whether I had it or I didn't have it. And so yes, absolutely. Even if you have it, um, you can still feel anxious. And if you don't have it, of course, you can feel anxious, right? Either either of those exist. So it's not within the circumstance, really. It's within how you view the circumstance. And also, you know how money is manifested the quickest, the most easily and effortlessly? It's through neutrality. When you can be completely neutral, when it comes to handling, spending, earning, investing, and having money, no matter what the amount is, no matter when you start. I started this work, you guys, when I had like just $5 in my checking account and nothing in my savings. Actually, no, that's a lie. I had negative money because I was the queen of overdrafts, the fucking queen of overdrafts. And I trained myself to look at my bank account and go, you know what? That's not a big deal anymore to me. 
I get to feel cool, calm, collected, and everything always works out for me. This energy is exactly why I created a masterclass, which is a whole nother update for 2023. I'm having fun creating new offerings and just playing around with teachings and inviting you into more opportunities to work with me. I created a masterclass. I'm teaching live for the very first time. I've never released this before, and I hardly ever do live masterclasses. It's called Melt Your Money Blocks Away, where we are going to go into the realm of money, the realm of finances, and we're going to completely neutralize any anxiety, any dread, or other feelings that just aren't useful for you, useful to you, or serving you in any way when it comes to money that continues this vicious cycle of just creating more and more and more of this reality of anxiety and dread and whatever other triggered feelings that come up, negative feelings, not useful feelings, feelings that aren't serving you when it comes to money. So I'm actually teaching this masterclass live this Thursday which is January 5th. Let me just confirm that real quick. Yep, January 5th in my calendar. And you can sign up for it right now at the pre-sale price of just $44. That's it. I made it super accessible to as many people as possible because I really do want to help you. Money is something that is a huge passion of mine. I don't hyper-focus on money content as much as I used to, but I do really enjoy talking about it, assisting with it, helping with it, teaching on it. And it's something that I really want to do more of in 2023. So the price will go up after Thursday, after I've taught it live at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And don't you worry if you can't make it live, it doesn't mean that it's not going to work for you. You can get the lifetime access recording. As soon as I'm done teaching it, you can watch the recording. And because you have snagged it before Thursday, January 5th, at 10 a.m. Pacific, it's still going to be just $44. So if money is a topic that triggers you, causes you more stress than peace, you're not going to want to miss this masterclass. We're going to literally melt the stress away and bring peace and calm into your finances. It is possible for you. It is a reality that I live every day. It was intentionally created and I intend the very same for you. So yeah, that is my life update, you guys. There's so much magic in store for 2023. I don't know where this journey is going to take me, but as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Manifestation Babe. I share a lot of life updates on there. You can check me out on um, YouTube if you're more into, you know, some of the personal life stuff. I have lots of videos chronicling my personal life on there. And then of course, keep listening to the podcast for way more manifestation content in 2023, more money stuff, more stuff focused around clearing unconscious conflicts and rewiring your brain, your mind, your consciousness for manifesting your very best life in 2023. I hope you have the most incredible new year. I'm rooting for you. Um, Always, you are amazing. I love you. I really do. I know it's probably weird, you know, in our society of like, this girl is just keeps saying she loves me, but she doesn't even know me. I really do. And I always intend the best for you. I don't care who you are, where you are. I'm always 
this is actually a fun, a fun thing that I do is I love to look at my Instagram following numbers or look at my podcast download numbers and imagine it to be all those people. And then I send loving energy to those people every single day. Anyway, I love you guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.